Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. And we can also say, I will flee from the voice of strangers or strange voices because I don't know them. I will not follow strange voices. And listen, in the time we're living in now, you better bet there are a whole lot of strange voices. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another service right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. I'm excited that you decided to join us again. We're going to have just an awesome time. I'm excited about Psalm 23. We can raise the roof. And this is part number three of the series. We started this a few weeks ago and I'm just tickled brown uh, to be here with you. And I thank you so much for joining me for this series. It has been an awesome series. If this is your very first time joining us, then you can uh, go to our website at kingdomrock.org. There you can find the Psalm 23 series and you can see the entire series. And we invite you just to catch up with us so that you'll be ready for part four, because part four is a coming. For those of you that have been with us uh, for the entire journey, welcome back, guys and ladies. Thank you so much for being with us. We're going to have a great time tonight. So for everybody, you can go to our website at kingdomrock.org. There you can send us your prayer requests. You know what? I would love to pray with you. I really do. I would love to pray with you and I would love to pray with you specifically. So just uh, go to our website, kingdomrock.org, kingdomrock.org and click on the contact button. And there you can uh, put in your name and tell us where you're from, if you don't mind, and give us your prayer request so that we can pray specifically for you. I will be praying specifically for you. You can bet that. And while you're on the website, you can check out other resources, podcasts, everything. And uh, if you feel in the generous mood, you can also help us uh, by way of giving. Just hit the give button and give as generously as you can. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Let's go into Psalm 23 chapter, chapter, part number three. Let's go. So as you know, in this series, we've been reading Psalm 23 and then going back. So let's go ahead and keep the same pattern. Okay. Psalm 23 starts like this or goes like this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, for part one and part two, we were in verse one, and today we're going to try to wrap up verse one. Uh, So just please be patient with me. 
Verse one says again, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So we've been endeavoring to understand the role of a shepherd because Psalm 23 is all about that shepherd. It's all about the father shepherding us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is our chief shepherd. And we'll see this today prayerfully in scripture. He is the shepherd and bishop of our souls. So it's all about Jesus. It's all about how the father uh, shepherds us through his son, through the Lord Jesus. So understanding his role as shepherd will help further define what's happening here in Psalm 23. So be patient with me and stick with us. Okay. All right. So the last time we were together, uh, we started on Jeremiah, Jeremiah, the third chapter verses uh, 14 and I think 14 through 15 or so. We're going to go back there and pick up on that because we started there and we didn't finish. So we're going to go back and do that today. All right. So we were talking about uh, the last time the shepherd. All right. That was the last title the shepherd. Uh, the first one, uh, part one was entitled the Lord is and part two, the shepherd. And today's title is he cares for you. He cares for you. That's the title of today. Part three, he cares for you. Oh, just feel the father's loving arm and tender embrace around you right now. I'm telling you, he loves you so much. All right. <clears throat> so in part two, we talked, we talked about how the Lord, our father is the chief shepherd. God is the shepherd, right? And he gives shepherds and that's his pattern. He's been doing that. The father shepherded Israel and then he uh, calls men, he calls people to shepherd his people. So the upper shepherd, should I say, uh, uses the under shepherds and, and then the Lord uses uh, us people to shepherd others. And I want to show you this in scripture. Uh, so let's look at Jeremiah and this will get better. Uh, Jeremiah, the third chapter, verse 14 and 15. This is what it says here. He says, turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you and I will take you one of a city and two of a family and I will bring you to Zion. And look at verse 15. And I will give you pastors according to mine heart which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Now, grab a hold of that. The father said, God said, I will give you pastors. Now, the word pastors there is also interpreted. Somebody already got it. Shepherds. So the father said, the father who is the ultimate shepherd says, I'll give you a shepherd. I'll give you shepherds here. He says pastors, and we'll see this And pastors is also interpreted shepherds here. And these pastors or shepherds shall feed you. He said, I'll give you these shepherds or pastors according to my heart. Those who are after my heart according uh, can also be interpreted in agreement with or who are after my heart. Now, I love that. Who will, uh, it says, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. With this knowledge and understanding is knowledge and understanding about him and about all the things that he's done for you, about who he is. Because once we understand who father is, my God, once we understand who he, who he is, we'll understand who Christ is. Once we understand who Christ is, we'll understand that the gift that came, who the gift is that came through Christ, which is the Holy Spirit. We'll understand the spirit 
and life becomes so much better. It comes so much better and we become, uh, we have a greater impact in the earth once we are in alignment with him. So understand this, the father said, I will give you pastors or I will give you shepherds who are after my heart and they're going to feed you with knowledge and understanding, knowledge and understanding about the kingdom of light, about the kingdom of God. They're going to feed you and, and directly give you all the words about Jesus, about Jesus. This is, this is what's going to happen here because the whole book, the whole Bible is all about Jesus. Hallelujah. The old Testament is Jesus concealed. You know, he was there in types and shadows, but the New Testament is Jesus revealed. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We're I'm excited about the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. And so the Father said, I'll give you pastors or I will give you shepherds who is going to feed you with knowledge and understanding. Now, <clears throat> we'll, we'll look into John 10, the, the better part of today. We're going to look into it greatly, but I want to show you this in John 10. Verse 11 and 14. Listen to what Jesus said here. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. This is verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Now listen to verse 14. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. So you'll understand this. Uh, when the father said, I'll give you pastors or shepherds, the pastors or the shepherds that he's going to send will come through the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If they are legitimate, they're going to come through Christ Jesus. They're going to hear from Jesus. They're going to tell us what he says. Hallelujah. So the father gives Jesus and Jesus is the good shepherd and the good shepherd. What does he do? Well, he also gives shepherds. Let's go to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians 4. I love this. Ephesians 4 verse 11 through 13. Listen to what Jesus did here. And it says here, and he talking about Jesus and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, somebody already knows you are such a good student. I, I, can, I can hear it. I can hear it. So if we go back, the Lord said he gave some. So remember, the Father gave Jesus, who is the, who is the chief shepherd, and the chief shepherd gives shepherds. So it says here, and he gave some pastors and the word pastors here is that's right. The Greek word is the Greek word here for pastors for pastor here is poimen, poimen or poimen. Uh, some may also translate it uh, either poimen or poimen. And that means what? A herdsman, especially what? A shepherd. Right. So Jesus said, I'm giving shepherds. So the father gave Jesus as shepherd and Jesus turns around and anoints certain people as shepherds over his flock. Now that's incredible. As we go back to first Peter, first Peter five verses one through four, listen to this. And we're going to really, we're really doing well tonight. First Peter five, verse one through four says this, the elders, which are among you, I exhort 
who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Look at verse two. Feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, or not for what you can get out of it, but of a ready mind. Verse three, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall rather, yeah, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. So that is awesome. So let's get this together again. So the father who is shepherd sends a chief shepherd, Jesus Christ, and the chief shepherd anoints certain people as shepherds over his people who he calls a flock. Now, this is just this is just so awesome. So what does all that tell us? That says that the father is willing to take care of you. He's willing to love you and tend to you and care for you and protect you and lead you and guide you and provide and look out for you. Hallelujah. He's willing to do this. And he was willing to do this from the very beginning with Adam and Eve. And he still wants to do that for you. That should tell you that you are never alone, child of God. You are never alone and that you are never tolerated but you are always celebrated. Glory to God. Don't you understand that the father is willing uh, to use the least of us to show up those who think that they are all that in a bag of chips. I'm telling you, he loves you. God loves you. He really does. All right, let's spend the majority of our time, the rest of our time in John the 10th chapter, looking at the attributes of this good shepherd. Because all other shepherds, all other pastors, all other ministers, so to speak, all of us, uh, whether you're clergy or not, all of us that are body of Christ, our lives are to uh, our lives should pattern should be patterned after the chief shepherd. Hallelujah. But more particularly here, we're talking about the role of shepherd, role of pastor, role of leader. So if you're in a local church, you should see your pastor all up in this Kool-Aid here. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. All right. <clears throat> and if you're in leadership, let's look and let's look at the example that the Lord Jesus gives us. All right. This is thrilling. So come on. Let's, let's take a deep breath. <sighs> This, is, this really is. It really is. All right. Let's go. John 10 chapter. And uh, we're really going to look at verses one through 16. We're going to try to. Let's just get into it. All right. Verse one says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Lord Jesus speaking, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. Now, I want to give you a little background on this. There are a lot of, I love the way the Lord gives us uh, natural examples to illustrate a spiritual truth. All right, he talks about a, a sheepfold, all right, and a porter. Now, a porter is a was a doorkeeper simply now. Uh, and 
a sheep fold is what really they would have in a heavily populated area, maybe in the quote unquote city area. Uh, if, if herdsmen or shepherds had to come into town, they would bring their flocks with them, of course, and they would put them in a very large sheep fold. All right. All kind of sheep were in there. So herdsman A or shepherd A would bring his feet, would bring his sheep and he put him in this huge pen and herdsman B would bring his sheep in. Maybe they're having a, a, a shepherd's convention that day. I don't know. Or maybe they're going to market with, uh, you know, I don't know. But all these sheep are now, can you imagine? They're now in this big old sheep uh, fold, the sheep uh, pen, all right? And the person, so they had to go off. And the person that was left to watch over the sheep was the, called the porter. He was the doorkeeper. All right. Now, so the porter had the responsibility of only, he would only allow shepherds uh, who had sheep in the, in the pen or in the uh, sheepfold, he would only allow those persons in to get sheep. If anybody came in that sheep pen or sheepfold some other way, that person was a thief and a robber. If he climbed up some other way. So we know that this, the sheepfold or sheep pen was, a, was some type of enclosure. And for somebody to get in, they, other than the door here, they had to climb up and go over. And if they did that, you know, they're trying to steal. They're trying to be a sheep thief, right? And the enclosure also kept out the wild animals, the wolves and things of that nature. So he says here, uh, when, a sh when a shepherd came in, what he would do, he would go to the porter and the porter would open, door, open the door to him because he recognizes, hey, this guy's a shepherd. He has sheep in here. And since all the sheep were now mingling, there was no problem really to get your sheep out because the shepherd just simply had to stand at the door or go in and say, hey, come on, guys. It's time to go. It's time to go. Let's let's get something. Let's go home or what have you or whatever he would say. Maybe I don't know, whatever. Uh, whatever the shepherd would, whatever sounds he would make. But the sheep would know his voice. And there we go. They may be eating and then hope he's here. And they would leave. They would get up and they would go to where he was. Now, all of his sheep would go to him. The rest, they wouldn't pay attention to him because they're not the other sheep. Uh, he was not their shepherd. So only the shepherd, only the sheep of the shepherd would come out and the rest would be left there. It was a wonderful thing. I'm telling you, wonderful thing. So the Lord says again in verse number one, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that climbeth, rather he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, that joker, I'm sorry, that person is a thief and a robber. All right. But the shepherd, the legitimate owner of the sheep, the porter will open, the doorman opens, and his sheep hear his voice and they go out. All right, let's go a little bit further here. Look at verse number four. And when he put it forth his own sheep, now the shepherd's inside, when he put it forth his own sheep, uh, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him. Why do they follow him? For they know his voice, they know his sound, they know, uh, they know um, his rhythm, so to speak. They, they know him. You know, uh, children, we know our parents' voices. You can pick it out. A mama may know, will know her baby crying, you know, and, uh, and sheep, 
they know the voice of their shepherd. And that means that before they got to the pen, uh, the shepherd has spent some time with them speaking to them and they had time hearing from him. So maybe the shepherd was having conversation with them. I don't know. How are you doing this morning, Gertrude? Oh, that's good. How about you, Edgar? Okay, well, great. I don't know what conversation, but somehow the sheep got a hold of his voice and they understood his voice over time. They recognized it. Okay, very important. Let's look at verse number five. He said, a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him. For they know not the voice of strangers. All right. Now, let's make this applicable to us today. Jesus is our shepherd. He is the good shepherd. We just read that. We're going to read further and down. He is a good shepherd. And the Bible says that we as sheep will know his voice and the voice of strangers whether demonic in origin, satanic in origin, uh, those voices that will try to get you to go with them, to go away with them. The Lord said, we will flee for we know not the voice of strangers. Hallelujah. And see, here are things that we need to declare over our lives, child of God. We need to declare that we can say, Father, we thank you. Uh, that Jesus is our shepherd and we receive Jesus as our shepherd. And we declare, Lord, in accordance to your word, that because he is my shepherd, I hear his voice and understand his voice and will follow his voice. And we can also say, I will flee from the voice of strangers or strange voices because I don't know them. I will not follow strange voices. And listen, in the time we're living in now, you better bet there are a whole lot of strange voices, strange voices coming out of the news, social media. Everybody's trying to get you to follow them. Oh, my God. Are you hearing this? Every seemed like everybody's trying to say, follow me, follow me. Listen to what I've got to say. Listen to this and that and the other. But listen, the Lord said, my sheep will hear my voice and they will follow me. Wow. And it's the voice of that under shepherd, so to speak, of that pastor or that godly leader that will speak with the sound of Christ. So, you know, it's good for you to have a mentor. Hallelujah. A pastor, a spiritual leader. But listen, the true worth of a spiritual leader is is that you can hear the voice of Christ through them. Can you hear the voice of Jesus through them? Can you see Christ in them? That's the true worth of a of a leader. I'm telling you of a leader uh, when you can see Christ, when you can hear Christ. Hallelujah. That's worth more than money when you can get clear direction of what the father's saying to you. Glory to God. So the Lord said, hey, my sheep. Hear my voice and they follow after me. A stranger, they will flee for they know not the voice of strangers. So we got to declare that over our lives. I will follow the voice of Christ. I know the voice of Christ and I will follow him. I don't know the voice of strangers and I will not follow them. Glory to God. And that will help keep you sane in this hour as we declare those words over our lives. My God, let's try to go. Let's go a little bit further. Verse six, it says this parable spake Jesus unto them. But they understood not what things they were uh, which 
he spake unto them. Look at verse seven. Then said Jesus unto them again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Verse nine, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Look at that. Now Jesus says, I'm the door. Now, here's another scenario that he's mentioning here, and this is just flat out awesome. Now, many times when a shepherd back in Bible times, and they may do it today, I don't know. But many times back in Bible times, what they would do, uh, a shepherd would have his sheep out in, uh, in a pasture somewhere, in a field somewhere, and sometimes they were there overnight. Well, he would erect some sort of fencing around them or find some sort of fenced in area. Maybe rocks, stack rocks up around uh, the sheep or around the edges of it, maybe with some sticks or something. And he himself would lay across the opening. His body would become the door. Oh, somebody heard that as he laid across the opening, his body became the door. So what is he doing? He's shielding uh, the sheep from predators and he's keeping them inside so they don't get lost. All right. He's giving them a safe place. Jesus said, look, I am the door. So on the in the countryside, that's what a shepherd would do to keep his sheep together. City side or city fied, I don't know, but in the city they would put them all, all the sheep from this herdsman and that herdsman, that shepherd, that shepherd, they put them all in one pen together, and that's when the shepherd, that's when you would have the porter, the doorkeeper, and he would call them all out. Got me? But there in the country, it would be the shepherd who would become himself the door. And he would lay across the opening of that, shielding the sheep. And Jesus said, I am the door. He said, by me, you'll go in and out and find pasture, saying as well that he is the entrance to the kingdom of God. He is the only way to eternal life. He goes there in this. Everybody that came before him are thieves and robbers. In other words, they tried to get the sheep to go with them. They tried to get the sheep to follow them. But Jesus said, I am the genuine article here. Follow me. I am the door. By me, you go in and out. In other words, I'll lead you in and out and you will find pasture by me. By me. This is wonderful. And this goes also to verse number 10. This is so wonderful as it talks again about the shepherd. Verse 10 says, the thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy but I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So we understand now the role of the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life, lays it down for the sheep. And that's exactly what Jesus did upon the cross for you and I so that we could be righteous in the sight of God Almighty. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. He is our good shepherd and we give him praise. We give him honor and we give him glory today. Oh my God. It's all about Jesus. So we're bringing this all back around. The Bible says in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why? Because he provides for us. 
He has provided his own blood. He has provided his, his own body as a sacrifice, a, a sacrifice as an atonement for our sins so that we could be right in the sight of God. Jesus said the thief, the ones that climb over some other way and try to get you to go with them. Well, uh, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. He said, but I, the good shepherd, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So we see the two ways there, death and life. As in the Garden of Eden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, death, or the tree of life. Jesus said, choose him. Hallelujah. Choose the right way. Choose Christ. Glory to God. Well, that's all the time that we have tonight. Oh, my goodness. I want to go even further with you, but our time is out. But we will be here with you on next week for part number four. And I think we're going to try to there's some more we're going to glean out of here, out of John, the 10th chapter. So I can't wait to do that. We'll start here next time. And then we go right back to Psalm 23 and go a little bit further. Maybe next time we'll get into verse number two. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, don't forget to join me on my website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can find today's message and so much more. So check it out. And while you're on the website, don't forget to leave me your prayer request. Let me pray with you. I personally, uh, I hit my mic, huh? but I personally pray uh, with every request that comes in as, as long, along with our, our staff as well. So let me pray with you. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, until next time, remember, Jesus loves you. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. Bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.